Hello, Illuminated Souls. I'm Brianne Drioni. And I'm Tina Damore. Welcome to Shamans After Dark. This month, we've been talking about the elements in our world. We've covered water, fire, earth, and today we're going to be exploring the element of air. If you think about it, we are breathing the same air that our great, 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 great grandparents are breathing. Same breath of air that we're breathing now is going to circle around the globe and make its way back to us eventually. I mean, we are all interconnected and touched by the element of air. And that kind of blows my mind sometimes when we could think about we are still breathing the same air that our ancestors were breathing at one point in time. You know, yeah. our air is our air and it's, it's a gift. We would not be here without air. Or any of the other elements. We would not. It's uh, it's really intriguing. And we have powerful wind spirits that some deem is bad because they can be destructive. Or, you know, we can have a devastating storm. We can have tornadoes. I mean, it is not easy to always live with the element of air. But it can also be that gentle breeze that you need on that really hot day mm-hmm. that just whew, cools you off a little bit. I know I someone I'm super claustrophobic. And so being in a space where there's no airflow is and tight and confined is incredibly triggering for me. <laughs> Sometimes it's just that little bit of breeze that you know you still got air going in there that can yes. whoosh, yeah. bring you right down and really um kind of ground in. So right. I mean, and all of these elements are really about they've repeated in each of our episodes about balance. And mm. all weather spirits, you know, uh, whether they're an element or a weather spirit, intend for balance. Um, my grandfather, you know, when I would come up to the coast of Maine and visit him, uh, I'd kind of get ti- more tired than I normally would on a given day, even if I went to school. And he used to say, it's the fresh Maine air. So <laughs> um, it was, you know, I always remember that. But it, it's true. There's a difference in you know, when you're near the ocean and the air is, is fresher, there's a more of a, a salty smell to it. And, yeah. um, it, it, it's good for you. The oxygen kind of rejuvenates you and lets you all the ions from the salt yes. water coming in. Yeah. Yes. It like your makes your body just relax more, um, as opposed to going into more of a, a city where the air isn't as fresh. Yeah. It feels a little heavy, you know, buildings block the wind sometimes. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always loved wind though, like air, like when you have a really windy day, I love wind. I, I'm always intrigued. So if it's a really windy night at night, I do not sleep well. And I tend to have really crazy dreams because I know it's coming in on the wind and the wind is communicating and it's uh-huh. just wind stirs up energy. I don't know if you've ever had a super windy day and you yes. just know how people can get really stirred up Yes, because the wind is stirring up your stuff. And I think it <laughs> makes us realize we have some stuff we have to deal with or right. something's coming up that we have kind of ignored, but the wind's like, no, no, we need to, we need to address that. It's coming yes. up because it's intriguing. And if you haven't noticed it before, I, I ask you to bring your awareness to it because it really does, the wind can stir things up in people and on a windy day. Right. All bets are off. <laughs> the, uh, the weather spirits, you know, all of that is like uh, as above, so below, whatever is going on, the external is, is bringing up the internal and vice versa. And that's something to really pay attention to. I have always loved wind. I've always been in awe of wind. Um, one of my favorite stories when I was a kid was Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. Oh, yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've always had this fascination with wind and also with um, lightning storms, but that's another uh, entire podcast or episode in itself. <laughs> so, But we're sticking with air right now. And Tina, I know that you um, journeyed to the element of air to get wisdom to share with our listeners. So... 
you know, what, um, what are the gifts that air shared with you? Yeah. So air said, I am the gift of life. You inhale your first breath in this world. And when your body is ready to stop, the last thing it does is release me. In many cultures, I am holy and sacred. Even today, your system returns to its natural rhythm when focusing on me, the breath. Much like the other elements, there is reciprocity. The trees recycle me in order for birds, animals, and humans to survive. It would behoove you to respect this reciprocity, as when trees are taken, my ability to feed those who need oxygen is depleted. I ask you to understand that when you pollute me, you also pollute yourselves and everything around you. I am life. I am a gentle breeze that caresses your hair, calms your mind, and eases your soul. In rural areas, you will sense a difference in my purity, which is what we were just talking about. Air is a gift. Yeah. I mean, all the elements are a gift, but I love what air is sharing, things that we may not always think about. Like we, so many of us don't take that full deep breath. We're we're having this shallow breath, right? We aren't able to relax. We're tight. We're stressed out. We're just not really allowing ourselves to have that full deep breath that can connect us and allow us to relax and release and calm down, especially when we're super stressed out or really triggered. The breath is like really tight and and shallow. And so it's really interesting that the spirit of air Mm -hmm. is asking us to remember that we are connected to air and air can calm us and our systems and bring us back to a state of more groundedness. Well, again, you know, we are air and we were, we're part of this element. This element is a part of us. It's, it's all of these elements are working with us and we wouldn't be here with any of them, you know? So it does really um, serve to help us, you know, think about that and return to our breath. I mean, the Buddhists, uh, any meditation practice is about returning to breath. Yeah. Then the more oxygen we bring into our lungs, the more we oxygenate our blood, which feeds everything in our body. And yes, yeah, it's just, and then that's another where you have that space of marriage between water and our blood mm-hmm. and uh, you know air and oxygen coming together to keep us functioning and keep us moving on our day to day. Yeah. Breathing is healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't get far if we weren't breathing. <laughs> so Tina, what are the challenges or shadow aspects of air that um, air shared with you? So air said, when the earth needs balance, I respond by working with the element of water in the seas and creating great swirls of energy with this dance. I am fed by traveling over water and with the great jet streams, as you call them, bring balance throughout the earth's atmosphere. When I am needed, I will create great forces, tornadoes, hurricanes, lightning storms, which are needed to clear forces of stagnant energy. Looking through your human eyes, you might see me as merely destructive but my sole purpose is to create balance on the surface of the earth and in the atmosphere. When humans ascend to great heights in the sky, in the mountains, airplanes, or even in your sky rockets to outer space, you are then able to see how much you need me and then do not take me for granted. In your human world, it would be best for you to connect with my power and understand my gifts and my shadow aspects. I love that. Yeah. And Tina, how does air work with the other elements? Air said, I work with fire, water, and earth. I feed fire, and I also control it. I create storms with water and balance the earth and my currents around the globe. I also cool the effects of the hot sun with a cool breeze or warm up a frozen landscape. Ooh. 
I like that. Yeah. And that's something I wasn't, you know, you don't really think about. Like, I don't think about how the warming breezes can bring in. As a human. Yeah. I think there's a part of us intellectually knows. Is it really in our consciousness on the day-to-day of that warmer breeze, bringing in that warmer air as, you know, Earth starts to come from its winter slumber and bringing things up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all really good. Um, you know, again, I'm still drinking this up. It's, it's a lot to, to, um, to take in. So Tina, I know this is a little kind of off our group of questions, but I'm just curious, you know, what was it, what did it feel like when you were, did your journey to the spirit of air and kind of engaging with this ancient elemental being? Yeah. So, you know, um, what I do journey and work with, you know, with spirit, it, it often doesn't land always in my permanent memory, but I do remember feeling the, like the opposite powers of the gentleness and the power, you know, the real fierceness of air. So there was like this, I felt very light. I felt very, you know, like a, what is a feather, as they say, that was air. Um, but I could feel the gentleness and I could also feel this underlying potential power that was sort of like at any moment um it could it could invoke something larger but it was sort of like you know kind of almost like fire where you have this little spark and all of a sudden woof, you know so it's a, sort of the same kind of thing where um you know I was floating but then feeling like this ooh what's going to happen next feeling and i think so. that's so interesting because i I noticed that too when I was journeying with water and earth. It was like you could feel the duality, right? You could feel, for me, it was like this potential of all the gifts. Yeah. And when it's out of balance and the potential to have massive impact on our day-to-day, like the, if an earthquake were to take place yeah. or like, you know, with water, with a flood, like there's just, it was, I was just really struck by, while I was presented with this very gentle aspect of that elemental being you could still feel this ancientness and this potential for a lot of power to it. So I was just really curious to see if you kind of felt the same thing. Great question. Thank you. I, you know, I've actually hadn't even registered with me uh, how that was. So retelling that is, is actually was really helpful for my memory, but it just, I just remember kind of flying and feeling being the air, but also feeling like this, Ooh, what is this, you know, I mean, we all have this potential within us, don't we? I mean, we all have this power to be really light and love. And we also have this power to invoke something that isn't, I mean, I don't want to humanize it because I think that the elements and the weather spirits aren't something to be measured by humanized, but we also have these different parts of ourselves that can sort of surprise us. Exactly. Right. There's, there's, there's a parts of us that can be really light and happy and love and lighty. And then there's the very humanness of us that can be heavy and frustrated. And, you right. know, we also have that potential within us to create or destroy. And I guess right. that's, maybe that's the way of putting it. The elements, there's this potential to create and the potential to, well, they say transform, transmute and change yes. or restore balance. But we as humans look at it as a destructive because it impacts us. Exactly. And so I want to be really careful because I think that what happens is that we project a lot of our human emotions onto the elements and weather spirits. Yep. But, you know, it's it's hard to put in language, in our language, to, to really have people understand. There really isn't, like, I think I remember one of them said, there really isn't, like, fire, I think, said, there really isn't a shadow side. It's just a perception. Yeah. 
of they just are. aging. Right. They just are. And they are in all of their unlimitedness. And to them, they don't necessarily see what they do is disruptive. You know, that's why like anytime we're having a, a massive storm or raging wildfires, I always ask that that be as compassionate with us as it can be. Because right. there's still a need. There's still, there's a reason these things take place. They've always happened. Um, yes. They're out of balance now, I think, because we're out of balance within nature. Right. It's making things worse. But, you know, they've always played a role and these storms yes. have always happened. And granted their frequency and intensity have changed. Um, but so has everything that's happening on the earth right now too, which I think that's feeds right. into everything. But yeah. So I always try to hold the space of, cause we can't ask it to not do what it's meant to do because it does have a role to play, but we yes. can ask for it to be as gentle and compassionate with us as it can be while doing what it needs to do. Right. I mean, and who are we to say uh, that, something is doing something and it's, it's a larger power than we are. Who are we to say that's right or wrong? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it, I think the problem is, is that we see it destroying us. So then that's bad or it's destroying like the fires in Australia. I mean, all the suffering. And I know that there were a lot of people trying to send energy to stop those fires, but in reality, the fire is a spirit and knows what it's doing. It's working in conjunction with the spirit of the earth and the air and all of those elements. Um, so it's not something for us to judge. And I know that's really hot. might be really hard to hear for some people. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, you know, I know there's um, scientists that, you know, try to change the weather patterns and stuff. I don't think that's very ethical. There's a, uh, an intelligence to nature that is far beyond our scope of understanding. And I, I don't, I, my thing is not mess. Don't, don't mess. It's, it's, it's doing what it needs to do. Right. Well, and also like if you're trying to call rain to you because you need water, you're taking yeah. that rain from somewhere else that may That's also right. need water, right? So it's it is a very fine balance um, when working with the weather beings. I mean that is that's a whole yeah. episode for another day. I think totally. sometime is you know I the weather being hundred percent. You know I I think when it comes down to the real mo of the elements, it, it's it's returning to the we, not me. Yes, I really think that's sort of what it boils down to, Brie. Yeah, I, I completely agree. You know, especially now with us having come, you know, everything that's taken place with COVID, we've become yeah. more isolated and more me. Mm -hmm. Just because we've had to have such limited interaction with community and being out yeah. and engaged. And I think yeah. it's, you know, and we don't, we can do so much remotely now, which is good, but there's a double-edged sword to that because the more right. isolated we become, the less connected we are, and the more focus becomes on our individual needs versus our needs as a community and, and a greater whole and a greater web of, of yeah. life. And yeah, I really, and plus we see so much division within our communities and, and lack of trust mm -hmm. and people are not like that's happening to someone else. It's not happening to me. I'm just going to ignore it right. and walk by when we see right things that are wrong or unjust taking place and we don't speak up because there's fear yet we have a duty to speak up because when we don't speak up when we see injustice or wrongdoing we are condoning that to yeah. continue well it's apathy i mean you know i think it was eli wiesel that said um i don't even know the direct quote but it's something about when you're apathy you're just you're just lending to the evil or the the not the not good stuff happening when you're just passive about it so yeah, yeah. anyway so tino what um, are new ways that we can connect with air in our daily lives? What did what wisdom did air share with you around that? Yeah, air said, "Acknowledge me, and I will respond. If you stand still and intend to commune with me, watch how I dive and twist through the leaves and trees. 
Shamans have traditionally communed with me to ask me to be gentler when I have created a storm or when I am needed to bring change about. And so, you know, what I gather from that is that anybody, whether you're a shaman or not, uh, if you intend to pay attention to the spirit of air, it will respond. It wants to be heard. It wants to be noticed like all spirits in this world. I've also noticed sometimes I like to go out and I play my flute and I'll sit on my deck and I always, whenever I'm playing the flute or, you know, my tongue drum or whatever instrument, to me, it's always an offering to the spirits of the land and to the elements and wind loves it. Wind will play and dance. Mm -hmm. And I'm always so intrigued how the breeze that was kind of not really doing anything before will kind of pick up the dance and things will move. And so, yeah, wind definitely, air definitely responds when we actively speak to it, engage to it. I remember when I was a kid, I used to just think about how the air would be talking to the trees and carrying their messages to yeah. the leaves. Like that was always my impression. True. This great conversation was taking place that I didn't no necessarily understand, but knew it was happening. Right. Oh my gosh. If we knew each other when we were kids, we would have started some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so Tina, uh, you know, what does spirit have to say? We're moving into that segment now. Like, so what message did the spirit of air want you to share with our listeners? So spirit said, um, Air is sacred because it is an element that is a giver of life. Sentient beings rely on the balance of oxygen and carbon dioxide for the purpose of the continuation of life in a body, whatever form that body takes on this earth at various times. In some cultures that existed long before organized religion, the inhale and exhale was holy because it meant that one had been given the miracle of life. Today, Many somatic therapies, as well as mind-body practices, still use the power of breath to be more present and embodied. With the exception of the fish people, when a body is born into this world, it takes air in. When that same body can no longer function, it exhales air out. The power of air can manifest as a gentle breeze calming one's being, and at the same time, air can manifest as a powerful gale, tornado, or hurricane. Like the other elements, there is a gentle nature and a forceful nature to air. Whatever one's feeling is about the more forceful nature of air, it is important to respect the element of air. The development of industrialized society has been threatening the balance and purity of air for two and a half centuries. Because not just humans live in air, not just breathe it, it would be essential to observe how humans can begin respecting air. When one respects air, that respect is given to all beings, breathing it in and living in its environment. That's a lot to sit with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this, I'll be sitting with this for a few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So air shared with me, um, I carry the great breath of life. I am the gift that gives you breath when you first come from the womb. I touch all beings in this great web of life. The air you breathe now is the air your ancestors once breathed. I know all beings, yet I am formless and unseen. I dance among you and within you. I carry your hopes and prayers to the great creator. I'm always with you. I carry the seeds of life. I encircle this great planet with my embrace. Come and dance with me. Speak to me and I will listen. Wow, thank you, Air. Yes. Oof. Yeah. So 
on our website, shamansafterdark.com. Our journey prompt for those who know how to perform a shamanic journey is please show me in a visceral way the gentle and powerful nature of the element of air. And as always, we hope you'll drop us a line. Let us know how you're enjoying these episodes. Uh, If there's any topics you'd like to hear us talk about, we would love to hear from you. And you can find us at shamansafterdark.com. So we hope you join us next time. We'll be doing a very special guided journey to meet the spirits of the elements. Until next time, everyone, keep on shining your light. Mm -hmm.